0: Hey beautiful people, welcome to the Fikemi Adiruji podcast. If you're listening for the first time, hi, my name is Fikemi Adiruji and you're welcome to my podcast. So today, as you can tell by the title, we're going to be speaking on a very, very interesting topic called vulnerability. I have a lot to say about this and I feel like this is something I should have recorded since, but I finally have the courage to be vulnerable with you guys. So yeah, let's talk about it. off, I'm just going to be sharing my experience with vulnerability and basically the reason why I struggled so hard to be vulnerable, not to the general public, right, but to like my closest friend and it was causing kind of like some issues in my friendships. So in secondary school, all these things always starts from secondary school. Anyways, in secondary school, right, I remember this time I was talking to someone, not like a guy or anything, like a friend, like a babe. We're talking about something. I told her something. I think was a secret, and she used it against me. I think I've spoken. About the episode I recorded about um the Chronicles of Aguleba Sharpie Evans. Yes, Aguleba Sharpie Evans is a story time. So, in that episode, you understand better what I'm talking about. So you should go listen to that story time. Anyways, so with that whole experience, right? I became really cautious of who I tell things to how I speak to people because you want to say what you want to say, do what you want to do. But the back of your mind, you are so like held back because you don't want to be judged for what you're saying. You don't want to be attacked for whatever you're saying and stuff like that. So because of that experience throughout growing up from like year seven, because it's happening year seven. So from year eight, year nine, year 10 up until like last year or like 300 level third year, I was so cautious with like opening up to people. Yeah, some of my friends that I tell some things now and they're like, I don't understand. Like, you've gone through this since, but I just can't speak about it. Not because I don't trust them enough. It's more... Okay, it's actually... <laughs> no, it's not like I don't really trust them, but it's just hard for me to let that part of me, you know... Like, I've been ha- holding it tight for a long time, so it's not used against me. So it's not like I don't trust you enough, but it's just... A lost to let go, basically. So, like, what's vulnerability? Um It's basically a state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed, either physically or emotionally. So, it's you opening up yourself. It can be a good thing and a bad thing, but, like, coming from the basic term of, like, the definition, it's just basically you letting yourself be open and letting people have access to you. To the deepest things, to whatever it is basically that you hold most there, or the things you protect the most, like memories or emotions, it's just letting people have access to it. Now, for me, vulnerability was always like once you're vulnerable, you're weak. And once you're weak, people are going to step on you, people are going to treat you like shit. And from that mentality, I was like, nah, I never want to be seen as weak, right? Especially because secondary school, in secondary school, I dealt with low self esteem. So once I was able to deal with that, my mentality was just no never show any form of weakness. That's why it was so difficult for me to cry before because i just looked at it as why are you crying like that was weakness to me any form of tears except i'm watching a movie like rom-coms i cry in rom-coms but like beat me <laughs> but any other thing for example if someone breaks your heart and you cry i said cannot be me if something something happens and you cry cannot be me it got to a point where when people lose people right i'm just like okay like i want i'm i'm touched by it i feel bad for the person but to shed tears that's a that's a lot i think the only thing during this period that really triggered me to cry was anytime i was accused falsely accused me falsely for something i didn't do and i get in trouble for it or i'm being attacked for it it hurts a lot or if i'm being lied against it's that's something that throws me off or disrespect oof like and it's not because I'm crying out; it's like tears of anger. Like you're angry because you're not being taken seriously, and you're not believing your word. And I'm just so upset. That's when I burst out in tears. Anyway, so one thing that really helps with vulnerability was with my relationship with God. I started studying the Word a lot more, and I came across this Bible passage. It's Matthew twenty six, from verse thirty seven to thirty nine. So I'm going to read it, right? And it's like a story. So it's not like, um, excuse me, it's not like so or extremely long. So I'm just going to read it from Matthew 26, that's seven to 39. And it basically says, he took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. That's Jesus they're talking about. Then he said to them, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Excuse me. So basically, when I read that passage, it was just like, Jesus was, Jesus was like, he was so plain with his emotions in this part because you could tell that he was, A bit scared. I don't know if scared is the right word. But he was just being honest with God and with his disciples. They were like, he was like, yo, this is happening. And later on, if you keep reading, you realize how he kept telling them to watch over him while he goes to pray. He'll come back and see them sleeping. And he'll be shouting like, y'all can't just be awake for a few minutes. And he just allowed God into the depth of his emotions. And he was so Vulnerable, and he kept telling God. He, I think, it was about three times, but he kept saying, "My father, if it's possible, may this cup pass over me without having to take it. Or may may this cup be taken from him." There was another one where he was like, "Um, my father, if it's possible for this cup to be taken away, unless I drink it, but may your will be done." So like he doesn't like he was really. What I felt was like he was bothered. He was being vulnerable to God and telling him, like, this is what he is. He was being honest with his emotions. And he was letting people in. His disciples at the most painful moment of his life. So, and that was when they were about to, like, they were about to betray him. Jesus was about to betray him. And then they were about to, like, crucify him and stuff like that. So, that just really showed, like, okay, I'm not saying you should be vulnerable with the entire world. Obviously not. But vulnerability really helps with friendships it really does and i had to learn that i won't say i've lost any friend because i wasn't vulnerable because i kind of find a balance most times <laughs> in some of my friendships my friendships get carried away with me dealing with their own problems And then we never talk about whatever I'm dealing with because I never bring it up or it never comes into the discussion, right? So most times I'm always the therapist, talking to them, okay, let's talk about this, let's talk about that. But once I started to be vulnerable with a set of my friends, it felt like, I don't know how to explain it, it felt like this whole weight, like being able to share stuff, it's not like these things are like deep, deep, dark secrets. It's like bare stuff, like very basic stuff, so I'm sure. So being able to just share it and let everything down and just breathe and be human and let your emotions go and just talk, they start to understand you better. Like there's sometimes you have some friends that may seem arrogant to you or may just be giving off this bad bitch attitude like, oh, I can't do this, can't be me, this, that. Sometimes if you get to the point of them letting you in and them being vulnerable with you you start to understand and realize that okay these things are a lot that they are carrying on and there's a reason why they put up that facade it's because they don't want to let you in and because of the experiences they've had but you can never understand if you do not if you're not vulnerable like my friends will never understand why i do some certain things if i don't let them understand so they're going to keep thinking of you in that particular way and there are some people that don't care like they would never in their lives and i get that but at the same time being vulnerable is actually a good thing it has some good sides to it it has some benefits let me tell you one of the benefits i like about vulnerability um it lets people understand you better it helps you work with people better it helps you know, you feel more human, basically. So, um, there are different ways you can be vulnerable. I'm gonna tell you some I started doing to help me be vulnerable. So whenever I actually like wanted something or for example if I had something to say, I stopped sugar quitting it because before I would never say exactly what I want to say because of fear of people attacking me or not being in support of what I wanted, right? So, for example, let's say I thought of an idea and I thought it would work, but i would never say because I didn't want to be attacked. Now, being vulnerable, it opens you up for attack, to get. It opens you up to be attacked, to be harmed and stuff like that. And not necessarily physically harmed, but like you can be harmed with words. So, I was always trying to protect myself from being harmed with words because somebody could just excuse me, cut off my thoughts that I dropped and be like, nah, that doesn't make sense. I'll just say something really terrible. And I never wanted that to happen to me, G gets so I always guarded it. But then it always restricted my opinions. Because I want to say something, I'd be like, nah, never mind. So it was like they were shutting me up indirectly, gets Or even directly, yourself. they were just always shutting me up. But nobody was shutting me up. I was always shutting myself up because I did not want to be judged or attacked or stuff like that. So being vulnerable, right, you can just start by saying whatever you want. And if you notice that most times you're always cautious of whatever you say out because you don't want to be attacked or cancelled, like, forget about that. Forget about that. There's no... What's the criteria for being cancelled? What makes you believe that what you want to say might not be the next big thing? Do you get? Another thing is express what you really think. Like, say exactly what you want to say. Don't be too cautious. Don't be disrespectful as well. Cause people might take this now and say, if you came, he said, I should say what I really think. So I think you're an idiot. No, that's not what I'm talking about, dear. <laughs> but just say what you really think. Like, if you genuinely feel a type of way about a situation or about a person, as long as it's respectful, say what you really think. Don't let the fact that people might attack you or stuff like that hinder you from being expressive. It's kind of similar to saying what you want. Another thing I'll say is try to be more present, right? Don't try to like just hurriedly um give up this persona like okay whatever, I don't care. Like you just move past it. Try to accept that emotions are real and you're human and you're allowed to feel emotions. Like this whole hard guy, hard guy. Yeah, I can still like I claim hard guy sometimes, but I think now I have something like a balance, right? And in this whole thing, do not forget that it's not everybody I'm meant to be vulnerable with. Just and if you do not know your closest friends, i'm talking to people that like have a close niche i want to build up their friendships being vulnerable helps but it's not everyone you're vulnerable with right there are some people you have to be hard (laughs) you have to show that you're a hard guy so they don't mess with you like are some people in my life now that consider themselves my friends that can never tell stuff to me they're acquaintances or colleagues or cosmates because i don't know what people have an issue with calling people for what they are like people get offended when I call them cosmates. We're not friends. Like us going to class together and seeing in class all the time does not classify us as friends. There's nothing outside that really attaches us or there's nothing I can really trust. Like where like acquaintances like I need you for a particular thing, you need me for a particular thing, that's cool. And it's not a bad thing to be a an acquaintance or a bad thing to be a colleague or a bad thing to be a cosmate or Esco member or well, members of the same community, like call it for what it is. Because when you now start calling people that know your friends friends, that's where more problems will start. If you start calling them course mates, call course mates course mates, it restricts unnecessary familiarity, right? So it keeps your space safer. And I had to learn this as well because I used to be that kind of person that calls everybody my friend. Like, oh, that's my friend. That person's your church member. Oh, we go to church together. Simple. We attend the same fellowship. We go to the same school, we're schoolmates, we're course mates, we're level mates, whatever. And we need to stop this mentality of thinking it's disrespectful. If I call you my course mates and you are offended by it, apologies, but you are my course mates. Like, and if I call you my friend, that's my friend. So it gives friendships, the word friendship, as much relevance and importance as it deserves to have. Because the more you call people that are not your friend, friends, it reduces how valuable the word becomes to you. Because you see somebody and they're like, "Ah, see, so you're not my friend. No, you are the head of the bursary department. We're well, not friends. <laughs> do you get what I'm trying to say? I hope that makes sense. I just had to chip that in. So yeah, what was I saying? Vulnerable, yeah. So different things you can do. Slow down and be present. Just breathe, relax. Try to involve yourself in things that involve emotions. And just take a chill pill right then the last one i have here is ask for what you need when you're hurting so this one i started practicing it a lot but (laughs) my friends, i remember when i was hurt one time and i was trying to like use my vulnerability stuff the keys i had down and instead of asking for because most times you can take if you're hurt you just want maybe to eat or to just relax the first thing for me is just give me space that's what i want anything space give me space so generally you have to understand that vulnerability is a choice and you choose to be vulnerable so you can choose to be vulnerable with whoever you want to be vulnerable with but i'm just telling you the perks of being vulnerable because it's like vulnerability has been blacklisted or something bad or something that shouldn't be done or something that should exist but it is part of being human and it is necessary to build friendships it helps build intimacy in friendships relationships or whatever that might be so yeah that's all i wanted to share today i hope you guys enjoyed listening and you learned a couple things or two i actually want to know your thoughts and your opinion about vulnerability i'd like to hear what you guys think Do you agree that vulnerability is more of good than bad or is that a valid question? Just tell me your thoughts about vulnerability and if vulnerability has helped you in any way. And yeah, let's continue this conversation on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at the VKBHDRJ podcast. Share with your friends and see you guys in my next one. Bye.